The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. We're here for you, Mom. We're going to change that slogan pretty soon. Oh, really? Yeah, even though we'll still be here for you, we're going to change I was hoping it. that wouldn't change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not here for you anymore. Just for me. Yeah, no, we're going to change it. And it's going to be cool, and it's going to be honoring, and uh, I think moms are going to like it. It's going to go with my book. Nice. Yes. You've got books, so I can't even brag to you. Hey, we've got something really good for you on the show today. I really hope it's going to be a blessing. It's a top 10 list. I call it a top 10 list for <laughs> your mothering life that could change your mothering life and really make your house uh, the environment that you'd like it to be, a better environment. It's all about the 10 things to avoid in your tough seasons of parenting. And haven't we all had those? Mm-hmm. I've been having one this morning, everybody. We've got the mom <laughs> counselor in the house today, Jamie Kirkbride, and she's going to share some of those 10 things to avoid in parenting. But uh, a couple of quick things that I want to get to first. Have you heard about the Monday mom prayer? Well, I think this is really cool. Actually, a friend of mine challenged me. Actually, it's a friend, a friend of mine who does not believe in God at all. And really? she's like, you know what? You should do a mom prayer for people every day, every Monday. <laughs> and I was like, great. So, but it's a great idea. I'm glad she thought of it. Right. So it's on Facebook, and I take people's requests. We had some requests last week, and we're going to have more next week. Every Monday, I take your requests, and then at noon, I get on Facebook, and I pray for the moms. And moms need prayer. So if you feel like you're going to have a request, please uh, pay attention next week and tell us your prayer requests in the morning. And then around noon, I do it live, and I just see what God has for moms out there, and uh, as the Spirit moves me hopefully i my hope is that at least one sentence in every prayer i do every prayer that i do will apply to at least to to every mom in some way every mom will get a sentence out of it that's that's like oh that was for me that was for me so please tune in to facebook on mondays we're doing the monday mom prayer and we're going to start another feature here soon which i'll reveal in may okay quickly before we get to jamie i do want to let you know that summer is coming in case you haven't heard and you can do something life changing for your kids in the summer I am so excited to recommend this place. I'm talking about Camp Idrahaji, which is located right by my house. You can come over and visit if you send your kids. (laughs) And a beautiful, safe mountain setting. It's got tons of options for wholesome outdoor activities. You can get your kids away from the digital stuff. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And I've seen testimony after testimony of kids whose lives were changed by Adrahaji. Kids who said it brought them closer to God and motivated them to behave differently. So cool. So think about sending your child or children to Adrahaji this year. Find them at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A. JE.org. Okay. Welcome to Jamie Kirkbride. We're, we're still trying to figure Thank out you. what to call you. For a while, it was yeah. Call the Counselor, and we were getting lots of Facebook posts and no calls. And by the way, we welcome you. If you want to comment on Facebook about some of the stuff Jamie's talking about today, or if you have a question, please. We check there and we Yeah, answer. we do check. Yes, we do. On at Channel Mom. On it. I sounded like I was 82 years old when I said that. <laughs> at Channel Mom, not on at Channel Mom. And you can ask a question there. But we weren't getting calls. So we're going to change it to uh, the Counselor for Moms. I was thinking about like the Counselor 
to the stars. You could be the counselor to the moms um, or mom counselor. If you've got an opinion, please weigh in. Yeah, uh, we'd love ideas. Yes. We want to welcome Jamie Kirkbride to Channel Mom and uh, her top 10 things to avoid in tough seasons of parenting. So let's get started. I, I went through them all, and obviously they're all valuable. But I thought uh, some of the things that resonated with me I hoped would also be resonating with the other moms. I, I, let's start with, hmm, which one is... I think avoid the assumptions that we make in, and, and gets us off into a tailspin. Like, I know she's thinking this, or I know my child's mad, or I know my husband's, you know, feeling this way about me or, or doesn't appreciate me or whatever it is. Avoid right. the assumptions and embrace the truth. Right. Tell people about what that means in your top 10 list. Absolutely. And I think of all 10, Jenny, that might be the most important one. Ah, look at Honestly, me. Honestly, look at you. You picked the best right off the bat. But I think it's the most important because I think truth is kind of at the basis of all of this. Yeah. And that no matter what it is that we may struggle with, be it guilt, be it assumptions, whatever, we have to be able to draw back to the truth. Right. What is it that we really know to be true? Who are we really? What is our true purpose? Yeah. And I think we can get so easily derailed with what we may fear other people believe or what we think they might be talking about us or we might even fear that they have some sort of judgment on us or our life or our child, our marriage. You know, the list goes on and on. Right, and you've got other things in here like bitterness and catastrophic thinking and guilt and drama. All of those things can be overcome by the truth. By the truth. Like, I think it's the basis of all of it. Um, The book I'm working on, Jenny, has to do with joy and finding that focus, finding the center, and the center's truth. Yeah. And so when we can focus in, hone in on what we know doesn't change, then all of that other stuff can't derail us so easily. Yeah, and I want you to take a side step right here because you have had a really bad five weeks. Yes. You have seven children, <laughs> and as you say in the blog, which we're going to link you to, you can go look at her blog so you can see the top ten things for yourself. But as you say in the blog, it has been a, a am I allowed to say hellish week? <laughs> a hellish week. <laughs> Richard I can beep while you say it. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> uh, you've had a hellish week. Your family has, and, or a couple of weeks. A few weeks and, yeah. and I just want you to expand on that for just a minute. You don't have to go into great detail, but just yeah. kind of tick off some of the stuff you've been facing. Yeah, you know, this was the first, you know, we have tough things, and obviously when you have a lot of kids, there are a lot of things, but I think it's one of the first time in my 20-some years of mothering that every one of them has had something pressing or concerning at the same time time. I mean, we're talking everything from um, needing sleep studies and possible tonsillectomies to um, a bone tumor that we just discovered on my 15-year-old that we had no idea was even there. Um, We're talking about a skull surgery for our Um, four-year-old. Watching your child feel kind of devastated when a sporting season kind of defeats their confidence and losing out on something they're campaigning for and have their heart set on. Um, Unexpected things in life, be it health, be it money. A washer washer that broke down that was the final straw i mean that was like frosting on the cake to have every child need something have big concerns that were keeping me awake at night and i woke up to realize that our washing machine broke now in a family where there's eight people currently living we do like three or four loads a day it's like mountains overnight you know and when we finally catch up they undress and we're behind again yeah so i mean it was one of those seasons where you know every time we turned around it was something else you know my husband said um in one of our earlier weeks that things were so tough you know don't you just kind of feel like we're under attack and i said yeah i do and then man the next two weeks just kind of added more fuel to that fire and yeah it felt discouraging and you know that's kind of the heart from which these blogs were written honestly jenny they were written from the raw 
um, you know, I, I took a night away at a hotel to kind of just um, think, reflect, and kind of get myself focused. And as I was in the hotel, I was writing this blog. Um, honestly, tears running down my cheeks yeah. because it was hitting me right where I was at. But I thought, you know, we find ourselves here. I'll find myself here again. I'm still here in the current. Um, what is this pep talk I give myself like? And I tried to kind of walk through what it is that I tell myself so that it could be useful for other people, too. For, for other moms. Absolutely. And so, first of all, I'm sorry that you've been going through that. Oh, thanks, Jenny. It'll all be okay, and I know that. Yeah, and I get it. <laughs> I, we had a year like that last year. It was yeah. a year like that. And it's everything. It's, it's finances. It's health. It's, it's, it's relationships and the contention and, and work. and just I mean, it was like everything. Now, granted, mm-hmm. there's always somebody who has it worse. But I do want to say to the mom out there today, like, I hope you're listening for a reason. Maybe you're feeling like Jamie's feeling or like I have been feeling it, it life can be tough right. but but I love one of the things you said and I don't remember which section it was under where you right. said when you embrace the fact that the Bible does say in this world you're gonna face trouble yeah. you're gonna face tribulation it's like oh actually it says when you face troubles or trials plural of many kinds not if you face trouble or if something goes wrong it's when yeah. and it's plural so we know what's going to happen. It's just bracing ourselves and embracing the truth. Yeah, and then it makes you feel more normal and, and, and less sort of shocked. It's like, okay, if I'm just knowing that I'm going to face trouble, right. then I can sit back and say, Jesus warned us of this, right. and I'm not weird, and I'm not, God's not punishing me because this stuff. i something wrong. Right, exactly. because this is happening to other people, too. That's such right. a relief to know that. Which one was that under? It is. Um, oh, uh, I don't remember which one that was under. under but Maybe it was, was it under hope? Maybe, embrace hope. It might have been hope or joy. Yes. So, that y- you you've already if you handled one yes and embrace the truth instead of having assumptions about people and mm-hmm. and that goes to everything like sometimes i'll just assume my husband's feeling bad about me mm-hmm. no maybe he's feeling bad about his day and not oh, about yeah. me so you can you can alleviate so many potential problems by not assuming the worst of what people are thinking about your children what what your husband's thinking about you whatever if you'll just be like i'm not i'm not gonna assume those right. assumptions i'm, I'm that's I'm right because like, they really do derail us i mean i even had a situation like this where i feared going in and helping my son make right some things that he had done wrong at school and in my mind I was just I was embarrassed I was humiliated I was mortified you know we should be on top of things I should be able to help him more he should be you know having better control of himself or his emotions you know and I mean he's in second grade so these aren't huge things but it's you know watching him with his recent diagnosis of ADHD and depression and anxiety and sensory processing disorder and the plates are plates full with it and a lot of times with those kind of diagnoses you know, people can make some rash judgments and think, you know, oh, it's just a child misbehaving. He needs better discipline. He needs more discipline. They don't parent him well. And and I find myself getting a little stuck there sometimes, assuming that these judgments are being made. And I feared walking into the school thinking, oh, no, what are the teachers thinking? What is the principal thinking? And Jenny, I cannot tell you what a gift it was to have two people from the school that day text me and say, we just want you to know you're walking into a school where we care about the challenges and successes in life. Let's mend a broken heart. Let's help fix what Ugh. went wrong yesterday. And Jenny, I, I mean, it gives me goosebumps when we talk about it because it was such a gift from God that that these people could speak such love and encouragement. It is. It I is. took a picture because I, there will be other days in parenting this little one that I know I will need to go back and I will need to remember that when we fear faulty assumptions, there might actually be something very different going on well, in that person's And that, that lifts my heart because my husband um, is a superintendent of schools and I know some folks are really um, skeptical of public school, but it, but it's so nice for me to hear, you know what, there are good teachers oh, everywhere. There are. there are good, and so bless there their are. hearts for doing that for you. 
you. Okay, so um, let's go to the next one because we're going to have to go to break here pretty soon. Avoid the drama, which happens so much if you've got teenagers. Actually, four-year-olds have drama too. <laughs> um, so avoid the drama and embrace the peace. And I loved what you said. You said you may think you love to avoid the drama when in fact right. actually you dive right in. And it's hard. I mean, for some reason, there, I think there's this button on moms that kind of gets tripped a little bit when all of a sudden your child or your daughter, your teenager, your little one is involved in something. And, and it can easily kind of trip that switch and make you kick into this, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And you want to go and you want to talk about it with somebody else. And, and then, well, maybe so-and-so has a different perspective. And, and before you know, you're caught up in drama that you hate. Yeah. And, okay, so I'm not sure and, the next one is ready to break Oh my gosh. We, you know what, guess what? <laughs> Siri, <laughs> Siri is interrupting <laughs> our show. Go away, Siri. And our Siri's a man. How obnoxious. Okay, so um, that was funny. <laughs> Siri never listens until you don't need Siri. And then they're really tuned in. Exactly. Thanks kinda, a lot, It's kind of like a toddler Three thing. hours late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I agree with you. And I'll, I find that with my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter, who's in the studio today, my precious Georgia, <laughs> if she's got drama, I'll start, I'll amp her up. I'll be like, well, what did they say? Well, why is it like that? And, and what did you say? And, and so I'll amp up the drama. So quickly, because I need a little minute at the end of the show, how do you avoid the drama and embrace peace instead? I think we model for them how we acknowledge the feeling. Man, it sounds like you're feeling really frustrated. It sounds like you're upset. And then model for them how you take a step back and consider other perspectives. And sometimes it's like, I wonder if this might be happening, or I wonder if this might be any, any part in this whole situation. And then I wonder where we want to go from here. Like, these are kind of some choices. What, yeah. How do you want to handle it? Or I wonder how she's feeling, or I wonder how mm-hmm. he's feeling. That's awesome, Jamie. And then, and then you can kind of remind them that it's way better to feel peaceful mm-hmm. than to feel freaked out and, and dr- dramatic. I, I love that. It's a great instruction. So we're going to be back with Jamie. We're going to consider a couple more things to avoid in the tough seasons of parenting, like catastrophic thinking and uh, being bitter, being, just all the things that are unfolding in your life, being bitter, and guilt, the big mom guilt thing. We're going to talk about yeah. that, too. But in the meantime... I've got a question for you. Are you or your kids, any of you, dealing with pain, allergies, digestive problems, thyroid or weight issues? I have a friend whose daughter's dealing with this. Chronic illness, fatigue, or depression. And you just said you've got a child dealing with that. Have you tried everything and you feel like you're at the end of your rope? Medication and supplements may not be the answer for you. So finding and addressing the root cause can be the answer. At Living Water Holistic Health, they do just that. Dr. Kim Fly has over 17 years of experience. She's going to be on the show next week, so I hope you'll check her out, kind of give you lots of advice on health issues. So check her out at Water Holistic, I'm sorry, livingwaterholistichealth.com, livingwaterholistichealth.com. We'll be right back. Moms, would you like to see your children be full of faith, courage, and strength? This summer, send them to Idrahaji, one of Colorado's oldest Christian camps. Over a week of Bible study, praise and worship, and incredible outdoor adventures, Idrahaji will equip your child to be strong and courageous in the face of fear. From rock climbing to horse rides, zip lines, and more, your child is sure to find an activity to enjoy. Camps are filling fast, so register now at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. The 
vision of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table, or reaching your goals by learning English, or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We are considering the 10 things you should avoid as a mama, and the dads who are listening too, the 10 things you should avoid in the tough seasons of parenting. And man, we can all use this. My kids are 16 and 20, and I, I need these as well. I mean, we still my, have tough seasons. Yeah. My, when my college <laughs> boy comes home, there are some tough seasons there sometimes. I mean, I love him, and I love it when he comes home, but it can still yeah. be tough. Hey, you just heard our sponsor, Life Setter in Littleton, right there uh, in the in-between segment. And you know what? They help a ton of families who are struggling, but I stopped in yesterday or you know, a couple of days ago to Life Center Littleton just to see what's going on, just so I can tell you the latest and the greatest that they're doing. And they've got something new going, which I love. Instead of teaching a whole GD, GED class, they're taking people on an individual basis and helping them through with the level that they're at. So if they need to go from 11th grade on or 10th grade on or just their senior year, whatever it is, to, to get that last bit to get their GED. I don't think they call it 10th grade in, when you're getting a GED. But if you've got only a little bit of instruction left, they give you individual mentoring That's and great. instruction. So I hope you'll check them out or direct somebody else that you know that might need that or they've got the free legal aid that they offer they've got connections for seniors that can be a lonely period of life so check them out at lifecenterlittleton.org lifecenterlittleton.org okay we're back with jamie our counselor to the moms who are stars as well um (laughs) we want to get to a couple of topics that can help moms and let's just start with the one that i think almost every mom that i know deals with and that's the mama guilt thing how do we avoid guilt how do we not lie in bed at night and think i should have said this or i shouldn't have said that or i shouldn't have let her do this and then sometimes it's the big life stuff. I gave a speech at the Platte Canyon Community Church Mops yesterday, and, and so many moms just get this look of consternation like, oh, I should have done that. Well, I was giving a whole speech on, these are the things I wish I would have known when I was your age of a mama, raising your age of children, so I could have gotten it more right. You know, I've done some things right, but I wish I would have gotten it more right. And we, we carry that guilt with us. Like, I should have done so many things better. So how do we overcome that and embrace grace, God's perfect grace, instead? I think first and foremost, we have to remind ourselves that guilt comes too easy. We have to work at remembering the grace. So it's not in our comfort zone. And I think it takes some effort in changing our thought patterns so that we're sure to lead our minds where we want them to be and not just end up. And so in doing that, I say that it's self-talk. A lot of this, Jenny, relates to this, what we tell ourselves. Okay, so, so, so give an example. How does that work? Well, I, I found myself feeling a little mom guilt in bed many nights last week, thinking, oh, if only I had done this, if, if only I had realized this was an issue sooner, or if only I had not gone here, I would have been there to be available for I mean, we can We can wear yeah, ourselves weary with the number of things we feel guilty about. And instead, I just had to stop and say, these are the pieces I had to work with, and I did the best I could. Yeah. And overwhelmingly, I have to remind myself again and again, 
I am just the mom that God chose for Savannah, or I am just the God, not the God, I am just the mom God knew Jaden needed. You know, for each of my kids, they have very distinct needs, but for some reason, God handpicked them to be my child and me to be their mom. And you say that stuff out loud. I've gotten better at that as I've gotten older because it changes your physiology, like literally. Absolutely, it does. And then beyond that, just saying, and God is going to equip me for every step of this journey. And I think that's important. You know, I don't think we get some surplus like, oh, this is your child and this is everything you're going to need to parent them. Because if we had a surplus, we'd forget our need for God. It's that constant reminder, I can't do this alone, that keeps us coming back to him for more. Yeah. And God wants us to want him. He wants us to need him. He wants us in his presence. And I think this is one of the biggest things that I encourage people when they come in and we're talking through counseling issues. It doesn't matter if you're if, if you make time to be in God's presence, it doesn't matter if you're angry. Be angry in his presence. It doesn't matter if you're sad and all you can do is cry in his presence. Just be in his presence. Yeah. Amen. It doesn't matter if you can talk, not talk. Um, groan, cry, be angry. God is a big God and he can take it. Yeah. You know, he's close to the brokenhearted and he saves those Christian spirit. He's not going to make us journey these tough seasons alone. Right. You you did mention that. I, there's a mantra I repeat, which is something and I may have stolen it from somebody. I don't know, which is I am doing my best and God will do the rest. And sometimes you just have to rest in that. And, and so I love that. I, I want to move on because I want to get to at least hopefully two more. Um how do we avoid catastrophic thinking? You know, I, I went through some sicknesses last year, which, which I'm, you know, eventually going to get to but here on the show. But, um, and, I, and we can go to the worst case scenario and it's all over and, and, and I'm going to die and not be able to parent my kids or whatever. Or you can go to the worst case scenario about something that's happening in school or something that's happening with your husband. Or if you're a single mom, worst case scenario about your finances and you're never going to make it. You've had some health issues with your kids and you think, right. what if it's this? What if it... He, Hold the phone. First of all, nothing in life is a catastrophe if you really believe what God says in the Bible. It's all good in the end. He's promised to use it all for our good. Right. Right. He promises. I work all things together for good. So so how do you get past that catastrophic thinking? Well, Jenny, I wish I could say I never have it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But that would be a lie. Because even during this rough season, my own health has really struggled. And there's times I lay in bed at night on my fourth, fifth night of not getting more than two, three hours. And I think I'm going nuts. And before I know it, I think maybe I have a brain tumor. Maybe I'm dying. So, you know, like it sounds crazy, but when you're short it doesn't, asleep, I've you're done it. Stressed. All my friends have done that. I think every woman I know says, I think Your maybe I have a brain tumor. can just run crazy with you. And I, and I really had to just stop and say, okay, perspective. I, I am going to take this flashlight and I'm going to shine it on this next step. And I'm going to have perspective for what matters right now. What matters right now, I'm fatigued. I, I need to get more energy. And so what can I do this week? Okay, this week I can go and I can get, maybe it's a blood draw and figure out if there's something physiologically that I need to support better in my body. But I'm not going to be catastrophic in worrying or fearing what might be wrong with me. I'm just going to take the next best step to helping myself feel better. Right. Worry and never that's just helps. One example. Worry right. never helps. Now, no. no, I do want to say there are people uh, that that do have a brain tumor and then they have to go to not catastrophic thinking and think of uh, uh, what is right. the what is the alternative of cat- cat- catastrophe? Catastrophic thinking versus perspective. We want to keep the perspective, you know, and and sometimes Jenny, I even do this with my kids and and it doesn't matter if it's my, you know, 22 year old or if it's my seven-year-old 
catastrophic thinking happens quickly. And when we model for them how to reel that in and say, okay, it sounds like you're fearing the worst thing that could happen. Let's just walk that through. Let's walk through and imagine if that very worst thing did happen. You know, say you weren't good at this job and you couldn't keep this job. Let's walk walk through. What would you do? Well, you have other interests. You have other skills. You have other abilities. You'd find another option. And then you would, you know, I mean, we yeah. walk clear through yeah. because sometimes what we fear as the absolute worst, we think it's going to ruin us. When it's not going to ruin us, it just might not be comfortable. It might not be our first choice. Yeah. And so the perspective is realizing these aren't things that ruin us. They would grow us or we would change our perspective. You know, my mom loves to talk about the fact that we only each have a day. I mean, the, the this day as a gift and why why ruin it with worrying so maybe right. something is going to happen that you that you wish didn't happen but but don't ruin this day with that right. um and so I, every day is a gift and we should just wake up and say okay today is a gift this is what i've got this is what Absolutely. i've got and not go to that catastrophic thinking okay in the last minute before we tell people how to find you on the blog very briefly mm-hmm. how do we choose um the better over being bitter so avoid being bitter choose the better right you know i i find this the hardest when it comes to watching my kids have some disappointments or defeating things that happen in their life and I find that I feel protective and I find that man I wish I could say such and such to so and so do they realize what that did to my child but man I have grown in watching a couple of our kids just really have this mature outlook of it'll be okay mom and you know what God's God's got this and then just you know reminding them that this is part of how God is equipping you to be the person he needs you to be for his purpose in your life. So don't stay in the bitter. And you don't stay in the bitter. You say, the this is growing them better. No yeah. matter how painful it is, they're going to be better for it. That's right. And every single thing you said, every single alternative to avoid the one thing and choose the other, you're always going to feel better if you choose that other thing. Very quickly, how do people find you? Absolutely. You can find me at parentingwithpersonality.com. We have a blog there. So parentingwithpersonality.com slash blog. You can also find me on social media, Twitter, yeah, Facebook, at Parenting with Instagram, you bet. Thank you, Jamie. I got a really quick get to this. Hey, maybe you want to make sure your AC or your swamp cooler is ready for the summer. I can help you with that. I called my friend Jared at Premier Mechanical. Oh my gosh, he's they're so helpful there. And they run a complete diagnosis of you, you know whatever it is, your furnace, your AC, your swamp cooler for just 39 bucks. They say they don't upsell you. They try to fix it. They try to figure it out and work with you. You can find them at ClaimYourComfort.com. ClaimYourComfort.com. We've had quite a week here in Colorado. A lot of moms having to deal with some difficult stuff with safety in our schools with having to confront their kids about things they don't want to talk to them about god bless you moms for doing what you do i call you the wall between your child and worry so thank you for all you do to protect your children the dads too i hope you have a beautiful weekend thanks so much for listening to channel mom If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America, but Channel Mom aims 
wants to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom Partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. 